Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We thank God for another opportunity in the studio today with us again, David Ham. Hey. We are, of course, on the wheels of steel, as they are formerly known, <laughs> Harry Vaughn, and our guest today... Loretta Bush and Sister Nancy. Oh, hi. <laughs> well, they are part of our special projects uh, department here at TSC. And, of course, they run our radio broadcast. And we're going to give you a little behind-the-scenes discussion today. As we promised, we said we'd get into some behind-the-scenes uh, with what happens in the production side of ministry. And uh, we're going to hear from the people who make it happen in just a moment. The Adult and Youth Praise Choirs are just two of the many ministries that make up TSC Music. We're also looking for volunteers in other areas of music ministry. Are you a musician, an actor or singer, a video editor or an audio engineer? Perhaps you're great at learning song lyrics and quick on the computer, then Projection Ministry could be the place for you. Or maybe you enjoy meeting new people and talking with them about music, then you'd fit right in with our sales team. If you're a music lover looking to find your place to serve, we invite you to apply online. Visit the website tscnyc.org and click on Get Involved. And we're back and we welcome you to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission. Loretta, Nancy, so good to have you. Thank Thanks. you for having us. You don't see them a lot on the stage, but I'm telling you, not a lot happens on the stage without them. Without them on without the stage. Without them on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and we thank God for them. Loretta's been serving here at Times Square Church for some time, and Nancy's been here for a while as well. Uh, four right? years. Four years. I mean, working here, but oh, okay. I was I've been say, coming to TSC for okay. since 96. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, four years. So glad to have both of you. Loretta, you... Let's talk about your background first, because a mm-hmm. lot of people don't know who you are. And you know what? We got to get a picture and put you up on the website just so that they know. That's okay. <laughs> Who's on? I got my camera right now. <laughs> Jesse and I are ready to Instagram that. <laughs> Been here for a while. Yes. You, did you start here at Townsville Church? Um, I started volunteering, I believe it was in 92. I was saved in 91 and started working here with the youth in 92 and with the missions department when it just got started. Uh, with Bettina and was working plus my real job which was producing in the city so the two were getting to the point I there wasn't enough hours in the day so one had to give so at that point uh, Pastor Dave had asked me to come on board which was in 2001 so it's uh-huh. been about 12 13 years awesome and then Nancy you have been working here for four years right but serving here in various capacities I think for right for well, I got saved in '96, but then really started walking with the Lord in about 2000, 2001. I started volunteering in missions department as well. Everybody comes through missions. What, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See the, the choir wait, or missions. Well, you know? when we have to say with Nancy, she is a result of one of the productions because she came back That's to right. the Lord through a Christmas. Production. We got to talk about yeah. that yeah. later. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So um, started volunteering missions, um, especially when they did the uh, helps window. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then got plugged in through special projects uh, after 
through Caesar, Jesse's husband, as a matter of fact, oh. plugged me in. But my background was um, working on music videos. I was a production manager for music videos. Interesting. So you have a production background. Loretta definitely has a production background mm-hmm. in. I produce advertising, uh, live shows, all kinds of. Anything and, and, and everything, I think, in the city. I've been involved with fashion shows. <laughs> uh, I, I hate to say <clears throat> it'll age me, but produced one of the first music videos that was ever done, actually. So I'm currently looking for that on YouTube. <laughs> she has yeah, been looking because I was also in it. Wait, what's the music video? No, she no, won't no, tell no, 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 no. Oh, come on, Loretta. I'm not, I'm not speaking a word. What's the music video? Wow. It's not on YouTube. That's all I have to say. <laughs> is your name in the credits? Yeah, because I was producing oh, well, we and in it, which oh, yeah, is pretty funny. So. Yeah, I thought it'd be easy to find. Yeah, we'll post Good it luck. on our website. Leave Good luck. Nancy's been years on this trying to find it. So, <laughs> so production background. And Absolutely. God takes everything you know how to do from a production aspect, mm-hmm. from, from doing it secular. And there's nothing wrong with doing it secular, depending on... You know your, your your values and what kind of things you end up producing, mm-hmm. but uh, people have to work, and it's okay if you do a secular production job, but you have to be comfortable with the the, the content right. of that production. But but you find now that all of your production skills are being used in the kingdom. Would you have ever thought? No, nope. I never would have thought it. Never. never. I mean, I got saved while I was working on music videos, and within six months of being saved. God ripped it out of my hands. Mm. And I think that was something he needed to do because I probably wouldn't have been able to lay it down because I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So when he ripped it out of my hands, I did nothing production wise for a good number of years for about four or five years until until one day I, I brought I was witnessing to a coworker who was Muslim and I brought her to a Christmas production of the Christmas card. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, I forget about that one. <laughs> and um, I was I was volunteering, and Caesar and I had just started to get to know one another. I got to know Caesar and Jesse, and I saw him on stage, and it kind of just caught my eye. Like I never would have thought that there were people behind the scenes. You just mm. you don't think of church that way, right? You right. know what I mean? And I was like, oh, so it was always in the back of my mind. And then coincidentally, he and I were working together. Uh, in human resources at our previous job, and then I asked him about it, and he plugged me in. Uh huh. Interesting. Now, the music production. What exactly did that involve? I started off freelancing as a production assistant and worked my way up to production manager, mm-hmm. and then um, got into working at a record label in the video department. So I would solicit directors and look at concepts for music videos. Right. And um, it, it happened, I wasn't there too long because, you know, the funny part is while I was there, I kept on noticing these people are kind of losing their mind. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was something about the music industry that I I wasn't gelling with. And mm-hmm. I, di- I know now that it was God, you know, but it was, and I didn't even know I had gotten saved. Mm-hmm. That was the funny thing. It wasn't until like after I was out of it that my aunt said it to someone, oh, my niece got saved. And I was like, oh, I'm saved. Like <laughs> The light bulb went on. Like, this is why this is happening to me. But I, I, rem- I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the work. But there was just something morally inside. I was just like, mm. this is not, it was, it was just too something. It was too wow. corrupt. It was too perverted. It was... I was like, I can't, I don't, I don't know if I could do this for a long time. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Got to come back to that. You, you said something that just 
took me to another area of this conversation that we're going to have a little later. And so, Loretta, you've done your share of music videos and production and stage productions and commercial and TV and film and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Would you have ever thought that you'd be using all of those skills in the body of Christ? <clears throat> no. Yeah, I remember the day I laid everything down. I was uh-huh. in my, you know, I was uh, at that point in my life an alcoholic, just drug addict. You know, it was the '80s, bad hair, cocaine, <laughs> and it was everything oh, of the above. Looking for those photos. And, <laughs> she threw in bad hair. That's awesome. I was really bad hair in the <laughs> '80s. Come on, bad hair. Everybody saw therapists and y'all did cocaine. I mean, that was the '80s in the city. So, but anyway, but when I got saved, I. I remember laying it, you know, I remember in my apartment on Fifth Avenue on my knees saying, God, you can take everything. You know, I want to serve you wholeheartedly. And I, because I got plugged into missions right away, that just grabbed my heart. I loved it. So my, I knew God had called me. I know when he called me to full-time, full-time ministry, and it was about six years after he called me before I went in. But I really thought I was going to be a missionary. I thought my heart was the Amazon, that I'd be running away from cannibals wow. down the Amazon. <laughs> and that's what I thought I was going to be doing. and stuff. Yeah, I know, right? But that's what I really thought was going to be what the Lord had for me. And um, Pastor Dave had come to me and um, asked me to, to join TSC in another area. I'd already been volunteering and working here. And it was actually in something I had no knowledge. And I was like, are you, you know, like, Pastor Dave, really, you know, me in this area, I, I have mm-hmm. no background in this area at all. And he said to me, Lord, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. God can equip you if he's calling you to do it. And I'm like, well, I don't know if he's really calling me to that. So, you know, it was hard saying no to him that first time he offered me the job. It was very hard. It happened actually three times before I took the final job. But um, he said, no, you just go fast and you pray and I'll do the same. And and it was a resounding, it was a no, you know, Mm -hmm. for me for that first job and the second job and the third job. And then finally the fourth job came when we were doing so many of the international crusades and um, we were doing Star Radio City and we were doing the Christmas productions and all these things. So when he said, you know, would you consider this? And then I knew. And, and it's funny, when things happen, it was even my, my clients who were saying, you really need to start working for the church full time because you're doing so much work. These were my clients who were saying this. People in my business. So it wasn't even just the church people. It was people in the secular mm-hmm. world who had seen what was going on that said, you know, you really... You know, why aren't you working for the church full time? Because you're doing so much, you know, so much for them. You know, mm. and at that point, I basically, I took a job where I could work six months out of the year. And then six months I traveled. I was like in Russia for three months. I was in Kosovo. So I would only work half of the year um, for the industry. And mm. then six months I would work for the church. Interesting. Wow. And so, so you've done it both on the, on the professional level, secular, I mean, outside of the church, that is. When you see, and I'm, I'm going to talk about music videos first because we talk a lot about music around here. When you see music video, having done it with the people that you say are losing their minds, um, <laughs> <laughs> when you see Christian music videos, what comes to mind? I mean, do you see it as, because I've often seen Christian music video and, I, and, and have often heard it revered as uh, cheesy. It's 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 always done at a lesser level, if you will, than the world would do it. What's your opinion? I haven't seen, unfortunately, well, maybe fortunate for me, I haven't seen too many Mm -hmm. of them. The few that I have seen haven't been um, bad, Mm -hmm. but I could only 
probably say, unfortunately, for for Christian music is the fact that everything is always budget wise. Mm-hmm. So I look at it from that standpoint. Right, as, working as with a, smaller budgets. Right, yeah. as a music as a music video is that they don't have the revenue right. or the amount of money that mainstream artists would have to put out a music a polished or or high quality music video. I don't think though that it's not something that can't be done because I think you have so many talented people within the church that could put together a really good music video. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a matter of finding the talent that's out there or right. maybe even the people who could, you know, volunteer their services, equipment. Like there's a whole industry probably of people with who are Christians who have access sure, to this. Sure. Yeah, and sure. maybe they just need to find it. Right, right. Videos, stage productions. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, even with music videos, I mean, you know, when I produce videos, dropping a hundred grand, and this is 20 years ago, was Mm -hmm. nothing. I mean, you know, for a small video even, not even a commercial one where it was more like a million. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, budget is a huge thing. But also back then, too, um, the way we shoot these days is a lot different. You can shoot, the cameras don't have to be a $150,000 camera anymore. It can be... $5,000 $5,000 camera, you get the same quality. I mean, they're yeah. shooting film now on video, you know, so there's a lot of things that are being done now that were unaffordable 20 years ago that are affordable today. Mm-hmm. Um, graphics. Um, again, I could age myself. I remember working on one of the first graphics machine and helping debug it. You know what I mean? In terms of moving from slides to into like computer graphics. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scary, huh? <laughs> um, but, you know, so today I don't, you know, I, I think... What is the end result and what is the purpose for it? You know what I mean? Are we just trying to fit into the box of what the world does? You know what I mean? Just like, what is it? I mean, if you're talking about God in a video, you know, you do need creativity to think about, you know, what you're going to show. You know what I mean? Like, because I haven't seen that many music videos. And, you know, a lot of times it's just the sky and sunsets and stuff like that because they're trying to think, you know, mountains and Which really leads me to my next uh, uh, question because... The next question would be, have you found, I mean, you haven't seen many Christian videos. I've, I've seen a few. Uh, but are they even effective? I mean, what, at the end of the day, what is the music video supposed to accomplish that the song hasn't accomplished? Good question. Very good question. Where, I, I don't know. Commercial break? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm always thinking through that. Like, what is the intention yeah, of a good Christian video? Like, Loretta, you just said, like, you'll see, you've seen a couple Christian videos and they're just showing skies and birds flying by and, you know, a a ton of B-roll and then cut into a performance shot. Mm. Um, And uh, for me, I watch that and I'm like, shouldn't there be a little bit more? Let's think more storyline or high concept in regards to the treatment. But then again, we run into that situation with budget and money. And, and do you, do you all have, uh, any further interest in working on like really good Christian videos or is it something again, like as Greg is saying, like, no, it's really shouldn't be put much time into that at this point. Well, I know, I mean, you know, for me, video wise, you know, I, I see the use of it. I mean, obviously everything these days are going video, whatever, you know, yeah. everything is on video, you know, land and YouTube. Um, so just even like the little production we did for Christmas with the kids Which last Christmas, but God has used that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as we, you know, coming up with the storyline, it was throwing the Jewish 
person in to, to speak to the Jewish people. You know mm. what I mean? So there was there was reason for doing it and to become an evangelistic tool where kids can always do things that adults can't do. That's I can right. take it to grandpa and he he's going to watch it because he loves his little grandson right. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you can. So there the purpose is great and the use is great. Um, we're talking about doing some, you know, possible pieces with the children's choir that could be involved music video. Again, the idea is really to push the gospel. I mean, that's right. the purpose of these yeah. of the videos. So, I think yes, I think there is a need for videos, and I think it's a it is a tool. But again, I think you know what is you know it's always about the motive. You know what is what is the purpose, and is it effective? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. We're gonna take a quick break on that note because uh, I want to come back to that uh, right here on TSC Music with a Mission, Nancy Loretta. David, we'll be right back. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God, God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. There seems to be so much evil speaking today. It appears to me that people feel free to say things that years ago they would be shunned by the majority of society for even considering these things. It's so easy for you and I to get caught up in this if we're not careful. If you and I are wise, we will pray the prayer that King David of Israel did in Psalm 141. Lord, he said, I cry to you, come to me, hear my voice when I cry. Let my prayer come before you. O God, set a watch before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. Do not let my heart do evil, to practice wickedness with those who have left off to do good. Let me not partake with them. It's so important that those of us who have any sensibility towards God learn to be civil in this generation. The only way I know to do that, I have to pray for the strength of God to come into my heart. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. Summit International School of Ministry is currently trying to fill the bookshelves of their newly renovated library. Their desire is to expand the resources available to their students, to enable them to deeper study the Word of God, and to enrich their Christian walk. If you'd like to donate an Amazon.com gift card, visit the Summit Book Drive page on Amazon.com. If you prefer to give a donation to Summit towards the purchase of books for their new library, please visit www.tscnyc.org. And we're back, TSC Music, with a mission, and we are discussing the behind the scenes of a lot of the production in the church. Uh, we talk about services, we talk about special events, videos, stage productions, radio programs, even this podcast, there's production behind it. There are people you never see that are back there pushing buttons, pulling ropes, and changing lights, and moving <laughs> microphones, moving stands, they're moving props. Calling music Calling cues, music light cues, cues. Light cues. Bringing water, doing wardrobe, doing makeup, doing first aid, hello, <laughs> uh, and so many other things. And a lot of times I think people just probably just assume, you know, I don't know, maybe the actors and actresses are wearing two hats. They're going back there and they're doing their own clothes. I mean, there's a lot of large production like sent by God, sent by God <laughs> crossing the switchblade. You've got hundreds of people. 
running back there through a corridor sometimes that's just wide enough for two people in a lot of cases. Yeah. And I mean, and then a lot of people don't realize all the work that goes into not only planning, but then making it happen and then making it happen like this last one multiple times and watching it change every single Friday behind Mm. the scenes. It's changing. You know, some people will say, and I've seen it four times and it only had slight changes, not major changes, but slight changes. Um, But I know behind the scenes, I mean, it's changing. People lose a tie. They lose a tie clip. <laughs> you know, they lose a microphone. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just never ends. And a lot of times people don't see what you guys see. And so we want to give them a, a more vivid picture. Now, during the break, we were talking about, and then you hit on something, Dave. You know, your son's going to a, uh, an, an audition. Loretta's talking about a film production that she doesn't realize is coming up in two weeks in April. Because yeah. she thinks it's eight, March 5th. Yeah. Uh, today is uh, and what? I didn't, <laughs> and 20th. I'm finding out now that I didn't realize that my son is casted in it already. And yeah. So, yeah. So and I'm it's leaving all actually because I have work two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of planning is, has mm-hmm. to go into this. You need. Camera, tell us, tell us, you need, well, what? The, What's the list of people first? Well, I mean, what you could do is everybody has seen a movie, and your major cast is, what, 10 people, and the credits go on mm-hmm. and on oh, yeah. and on and on and on. I mean, that gives you an idea of all the people you don't see right. that are behind the scenes, you know. So for, you know, a video shoot, depending, I mean, yeah, camera lighting, art direction, makeup, wardrobe, um, people to go out, help um, find a site, location scouting, that's a whole profession in the industry yeah. right. location scouters that's mm-hmm. all they do mm-hmm. they used to take their polaroid camera and go out now they can't do that anymore so they take their iphone or whatever iPhone, it is or yeah. they just go out but now it's great actually because they send you pictures as they're finding mm-hmm. this finding the places yeah. which is nice um so it's multitudes of people i mean even cross and switchblade we have 15 to 20 people just in dressing people because there's so many costume changes mm-hmm. um tons of people make up for you know people who get battered you need, they need a black eye, um, whatever it might be. So it's, it is a lot of people and nobody realizes, um, how much goes on backstage because when they cut, the fun part is, is sitting in the house, you have no idea what's going on backstage, (laughs) the insanity. You know, I remember the, I love, I think it was Pastor Dave one year, he came back, oh dear, one of the plays and he was just busting laughing at what Mm. was going on. And he knew because he actually had production background. But Pastor P- Patrick used to just come back just to watch us because he thought it was so funny, mm-hmm. you know, just to see the set changes and things that go on, you know. And then they walk out on stage and it's it's all beautiful and peaceful and you know. Calm. And, but that's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. Make yeah. it look like it's easy. Make it look. And, mm-hmm. and the problem is, it looks so easy that no one realizes then how much it takes to get it done. You know what I mean? Which yeah. can be a problem because then there's education sometimes and whoever you're working with. Um, to give them to understand what goes right. into a production, and these people aren't just jumping out of the congregation with no, skill nice. a lot of time. You know, it'd be not <laughs> exactly. It'd be nice, but you got to really scout and search for the right people. A lot of people say they can do makeup, and you really don't want them touching you because <laughs> you've seen their makeup. You know, <laughs> or to just get. I don't know. Like one of the things Loretta always says is, for a person to get production you have to get it right. you have to understand, understand there's it. there's a rhythm there's a timing speed there's speed there's accuracy involved mm-hmm. um and a lot of it is sometimes you also need some tough skin because a lot of the things that we're doing are at the moment right. there needs it needs to be Pressure. done yeah. in a hurry right so it's one of those things where i mean of course, you know, you want people to volunteer and to and to help out and to serve the body of Christ. And so it's a it's another thing also of 
bringing people in up to speed right. and and being as gentle with people as possible because mm-hmm. you want to still encourage them to serve. Right, right. You know what I mean? So those are one of the areas I know, like for me, God has challenged me to, as Loretta says, say things with a smile. Uh-huh. You know, It's like, okay, move quickly now. Right. You know. So, so if you're the person who's stuck to the, my list of things and then somebody comes to you and say, well, this is not on my to-do list, uh, you're not going to work very well in production because you've got to be the kind you of person You have to be flexible. Has, yeah, right, you have to be, to be flexible. flexible. And Off I think also, sheet. right, and you have to sometimes, you have to think out of the box right. and you have to be prepared for things that happen on the fly. Um, you know, if you're in the middle of, of the scene and somebody's mic is busted, mm-hmm. how do you how do you get that adjusted and fixed? Right, right. You know, so... Um, there are there are many skills I think that you have to acquire backstage. You got to move like a ninja mm. sometimes. <laughs> Loretta has us sometimes on black sheets moving behind the scrim so nobody sees us. You know, so it's but ca- it's exciting. The scrim behind the yeah, scrim. right. Yeah, but it is exciting. It's one of those things where because God gets all the glory. Mm. You know. It's nice to have people walk out of the house thinking about Jesus. And I think that's the key. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because, again, with all of the production, with all of the video, with all the radio, with all the podcasts, at the end of the day, there is something we want people to have walked away with. Yeah. Either they heard right. something, they experienced something, right. they saw something, something that's going to move them from a state of you know, where where I am today with the Lord to being closer to him the next day. And so during the break, we kind of hit on it a little bit. Even if you've got the infinite budget, you know, you've got the budget to do, you've got the big cameras, you've got multiple cameras, you've got the stage, you've, you've got the musicians, you've got the lighting, you've got all of this stuff in place. Isn't it about what we want people to leave with right. at the end of the day? Absolutely. And so if you do that, because this is what I loved about the, the, um, in, in their own words, video. Yeah, yeah. The kids, if you the haven't seen video. it, check it out online. Is that the title? The official in title? Their, in, in their own words. In their own words. It's a Christmas in their story. In their words. In their words. words. It's a Christmas story with some of our children. And it's yeah. just it's just yeah. insanely good. It's amazing. Where can they find it again? They can go. It's on YouTube. You can get it. Just you know, search in their words. And I believe it's on our media center as well mm-hmm. on yeah. TSC NYC. Simple. I don't know what it costs to do it, but Not I think a whole lot, from, a, from a... <laughs> viewer perspective you know you probably weren't walking down the street with a big camera crew with a car you know and <laughs> you know all the the scrim and the lighting screens right. and all that other stuff it was just very simple but the message was so very clear yeah very 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 clear i had unsaved family members who watched that and mm. they could not take their eyes off of for, for the holiday and wanted to see it again and again and yeah. again and and I'm sitting there and I'm watching them get the meaning of Christmas yeah, they're getting awesome. the Christmas story they're getting it now because it's it's being told like you said grandma will listen to it grandpa will, will watch it and people who otherwise would not care about the official if you will Christmas story are now really starting to hear uh, yeah. the gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. incredible I think just again looking at the behind the scenes and just being able to just cover all the details, like even now, I'm just reminded of just what's been happening with the cross and the switchblade. And yeah, you know what? You know, I've had the privilege of being able to sit in the audience or in the back and kind of just watch the work. And then sometimes, you know, I'll go backstage 
and it is fast pace back there. <laughs> I mean, you got this smooth flowing presentation that's going on on stage, one scene to the next, but people are moving back there. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, you had said something earlier, Greg. People are sometimes blown away or don't are surprised to know that there's a lot of stuff. Like Nancy, you said it. I was surprised to know there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And my question to, I think, all of us is why? Why are there so many church folk that are surprised when they <laughs> find out that things can go on well, quickly, efficiently, behind the scenes and creative presentations in the church? That shouldn't be, a, that shouldn't be actually, right? Yeah. Don't you think? That we've got a lot of people that are just surprised. What does that say for the for this for the creativity that's coming out of the church? Right. If you ask me. Mm. Mm. I think for a long time the the, the church, and I mean the body of Christ in general, has strayed away from tackling this issue. Yeah. Uh, or this subject. I don't want to call it issue, but this subject. Um, and and that might be in part because the purpose of a stage production wasn't clear. Right. Or the video idea. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, 15 years ago, I mean, you talk about a church video production. It was almost unheard of. Right. People weren't embracing. It's kind of like anything else. It's kind of like Christian hip hop. You know, nobody's embracing that 15. It was, it was right. hard. Yeah. You know, or to do a cross in the switchblade in some churches was was unheard of, you know, 15, 20, maybe 25 years ago. And so we're living in an age now where church is even evolving, if I can say it that way. Stage productions and presentations of the gospel are becoming a little more frequent. Uh, radio's always been there. We've always done radio. In fact, we've always done television. But stage productions of this type, where the focus is not just an altar call, but it's seeing people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and be discipled. So I think now we're going, when we go into these productions, we go into it with intent. Right. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. And then the production gets built around the intent. Is that yeah. how you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, and, and even going back to music videos, like like Nancy, how would how would you want to see Christian music videos today? Like, what what should be the wow. focus, the yeah. intent on putting together good Christian music videos today? I th- the intention should always be to to that Jesus is high and lifted up in the music video. We cannot, I think one of the reasons why so many maybe music videos that are Christian kind of fail, or if you have a a Christian artist that is reaching mainstream um, listeners, Mm -hmm. they kind of lose their way. I think one of the things is that you still need to maintain that standard and you still need to not compromise for whatever reason, I think, you know, one of the scary things for me, like I would love to be maybe in professional production, but I'm not looking forward to being in a production where Christ isn't glorified. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's not it's not worth anything if we're still going to look like the world. Yeah. You know, and you get you'll get too many directors or producers you need to have people that are on the same page as you if yeah. your intention is to see Christ glorified then you need to maintain that yeah and and maybe not worry so much i think a lot of the thing is like well what are people going to think i mean right. that's that's normal that's a normal reaction you want people to to like it but i think the thing is that you want people to walk away like greg said you want people to walk away thinking like what did i just see yeah. You know what I mean? If it's going to just be in the back of my mind, I'm not going to think about it anymore. It's not 
provoking me to yeah. walk with Christ, provoking me to any kind of righteousness, then what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Then yeah. it's not worth doing it. Yeah. How does the music artist balance out, the Christian music artist balance out? Like, you know, I'm sure there are many of them that they want to make sure their performance shots, there are there's enough performance shots yeah. so that you can see this artist mm-hmm. uh, and balancing that out with a storyline that points people to the gospel. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've seen a lot of video treatments, I'm sure, right. both of you. And, and then how do you balance that out, you know, in terms of? I would say prayer. That's my <laughs> thing. I mean, yeah. That's the, that's the, I mean, that's the only thing I can say. Yeah, and I think every every production is also different, right. too. Yeah. So there's no, you know, and we're talking gray area. I always say to, for, you know, for all of us in production is that it's not accounting. Two plus two is four. It's always four. In mm-hmm. our business, it's and for, it's all in our mind. It's our sure. creativity, what God gives us. Right. So it's there's no right answer in terms mm. of how we, you know what I mean? I mean, sure. right answer, yes, if you're making a storyline and changing it or something. But you know what I mean? But it's it's a lot of gray area. Um, you know, so for balance, again, motive. I would, you know, yeah. I think everything always comes down to the heart and it comes down to the motive. So if I'm a performer and I want to be seen because I want to be seen because I want to be the next mm-hmm. Beyonce, then my motive is obviously being seen, not about Christ. So there's your you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so the motive of the heart, or is my motive as a Christian artist that God has given me music and I want to bless other people with it? Mm-hmm. You know, I would say like, what if, you know, what if God gives one person a song and it's a top, it's the top song, but that's the only song he really gave them. But mm-hmm. the way our indus- industry teaches us is that you have to continue making albums. Right. But what if the real thing was God just gave you just one, one song? Oh, that's interesting. You know, yeah. and that's it. You're yeah. done. You know, um, but we get in this route, you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to k- continue performing and you have to continue producing albums and you know they're going to go downhill. I mean, sure, sure. you know. I was just thinking, well, you think about how many hymn writers are known for one, one. good hymn. Yeah, yeah, that's good. They've written hundreds, right? but they're known for that one really big one. Yeah. was never recorded. It wasn't a hit in, in the industry, yeah. but the entire church world knows. In fact, the unchurched know Amazing Grace. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, so it's really holding fast to that one thing that God gave you, I guess, and and again blessing the body of Christ and blessing the people of God wow. uh, with that, and casting your bread upon the water, and then watch Him take it. I mean, literally casting it on the water. Wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. and letting letting Him take it to the ends of the earth. That We're going to take another break. Yeah. Come right back in a moment. Fear. It's one of the most powerful weapons that Satan has against you. Once he has gotten you with fear, then he will take your faith. Because fear is actually the opposite of faith. The Lord said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Now fear is when we look at the size of the opposition that we have to encounter. And dismay comes when we look inside and don't see enough strength to fight the battle. And God's word was don't let fear or dismay get a hold of you. Because it's not about you. It's about Christ in us. That's the good news. Paul says to Timothy, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He's not given us a spirit of fear. Fear not. When that simple word gets into your heart, that's where the sound mind comes from. Fear not. I don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. Face your fears and overcome them by the power of God. Face them now. It's very hard to get right with God in a season of panic. 
There are going to be many things in the future that are going to cause fear. And some things are causing fear today. But for the child of God, God says to you, fear not. That's where your sound mind will come from. Fear not. I know what fear can do. I was paralyzed by it for over nine years. But I know when I came to Christ and made a choice of going all the way with Him and walking with Him, there's no fear in my heart. If you will make that choice, you'll be astounded at the power of God that is available for you. Power, love, and a sound mind. That's what comes from God. And it only comes from God. It only comes from God. Pastor Carter Conlon's new book, Fear Not, Living Courageously in Uncertain Times, is now available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and wherever Christian books are sold. Child Cry is pleased to announce the launching of a new children's book entitled Picnic Pals, written and illustrated by an 11-year-old girl named Emily Skelding from Mobile, Alabama. Emily wants to teach children about the love of Jesus and to help feed hungry children, a passion she developed after reading about Child Cry. In June of 2009, Emily was diagnosed with acute lymphatic leukemia. As she has journeyed along this path, she has shown a quiet strength and a courage that is a testimony of the power of God to transform through suffering. Picnic Pals is available for purchase online at tscnyc.org and at the Times Square Church Book Table. 100% of all the proceeds from the sale of the book will go to feed hungry children through child cry. KPC is going to Finland. It's our first mission trip. A group of kids from the Times Square Church Kids Praise Choir is traveling to Helsinki, Finland this June. We'll be part of an evangelistic children's choir outreach. We're so excited to worship and share the love of Jesus. A lot of the kids in the choir are from the inner city, and we need your help to be able to go. If you'd like to help sponsor a child to go on this mission trip, visit tscnyc.org. Just click on the KPC Ensemble Traveling to Finland banner to make your donation online. Thank you, Kitos! TSC, Music Radio, where God is. And we're back. And you know, the break seems to be getting uh, <laughs> more intense than the, uh, the actual conversation uh, on the podcast. My goodness. Uh, and we don't have time to cover all of that. That's another podcast, but we, we will cover it. And I think that's, you know, we've been talking about getting a, a group of people together to just hit on these various areas of the arts um and the the, the 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 similarities unfortunately uh that we see both in the world and in the church but then the things that we're seeing artists do in the world mm. that are clearly s- s- spiritual if you will and symbolic uh to biblical things i mean this whole bow down idea this whole worship me idea this whole I'm the one idea. This whole, uh, you know, look at me, look at me. Uh, I'm going to raise my throne above the throne of God idea. That that Lucifer mentality that we've seen and we've talked about many times on the program here um, that enters into the heart of artists when they're not rooted and grounded in the word of God, rooted and grounded and have a life of prayer. They don't when they don't have 
a, a life of accountability, um, real responsibility. The kinds of things that you'll find, we can find ourselves doing are just insane. I mean, the things we just <laughs> hit on in this break, uh, we don't have time to go into it. And I'm not afraid to mention names, but I'm not going to do it on, on, on this one. But wh- where do you see this going? I mean, the church is now doing more production than it's ever done in the history of the church. I mean, there was a time when acting, dancing, uh, or anything of that nature was prohibited. Yeah. And now we're doing it every week. Where where are we headed? Um, you know, I, I think it all I can say is only God knows. You know what I mean? It's if if you're giving it over so that God can be glorified and he's created the window of opportunity to use it at this time, then it's his timing when he says enough is enough. You know what I mean? It's not something I don't think we can put a time limit on it because you still have to be, although productions are great, you still have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You still have to be sensitive. There have been plenty of times where, you know, when we've done productions for the gate and we've prayed, Lord, if you need to shut it down, then shut it down. You know, if you're laying it at God's feet and it's truly his, then I don't think you should, we should have a problem when God says, no, no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's his timing to begin with and it, sure. it's his to end it when he wants to you know and i think i think the thing is to not to not push against it when he says mm. no yeah. yeah no i well i was going to say too i think again because it's our our whole world is going visual it is everything right. is visual so it's going to continue, I think. And also, oh, yeah. again, for budget reasons, again, now we can produce videos. Look at YouTube. You can do videos. So I think you're going to see more and more because even churches who don't have the finances or whatever, they can do it. And even like in our words, that wasn't like a huge budget at mm-hmm. all. I mean, at all. So um, I think you will see more and more again. But again, it is all the motives. You know, I mean, look at the church that's, you know, producing the fire, fire proof and all of these things. It was the Lord who yeah. opened the door for them to sure. do this. Who would think? Now, you would think it would be a California church or a New York church, not a mm-hmm. church in the middle of, you know, Trelia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So God can take whatever he wants at whatever time as he's looking to and fro. I pray that we would use it, obviously, for his, you know, continue. But and, and it's I think it is an interesting time when you look at the just the production, the Bible coming out, like it or not, but it's 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 the highest ranked sure. TV program. It's creating more buzz than anything, which is awesome that it's opening these doors for people to have that discussion about the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you also have Russell Crowe doing Moses. They're shooting up in Iceland mm-hmm. right now, so they're you know you're seeing it's interesting you know what's going on right now in terms of um, you know on redoing the Ten Commandments. I mean that's coming out with Spielberg. So there's yeah. a lot of things that are coming out um yeah god can get but it, i always think it's a hard issue you know what we always say with productions it's like and even praying for the cross and switchblade we prayed for about a year just continue we knew we want you know that the lord was calling us to redo it so we're just praying praying for a writer praying for all these things that god would open the door you know so it was bathed in prayer at the root of it mm-hmm. at the root of it and it was to further the gospel yeah. you know it wasn't it it wasn't to promote Pastor David Wilkerson. It wasn't the only thing we wanted to see is people get saved. Not only that, but also for Christians that would see it, it would they would answer the call mm. if when God is telling you and asking, "Will you go?" That you will say yes. So it was twofold. Mm. It was for the Christian audience and the non-believers. I think it's awesome as yeah. much as God can use it. You know, and the hearts are right in doing it. Praise Him. You mm. know, yeah. 
you know, further that gospel, get it out to the kids who are, you know, on YouTube, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's it's encouraging to hear both from Loretta, Nancy, you guys, because behind the scenes and uh, and, and Jesse, you know, this too, you know, behind the scenes, you're, you're seeing the changes. You're seeing things move and shift with those that are on stage, singers, actors, ministers, and you're seeing what's happening in the audience. You're seeing a, a, a presentation morph, grow, evolve um, and whatever you're doing. Uh, a question I had even just as I was thinking through the break is, do you all behind the scenes get the opportunity to be of any type of influence to those that are the artist or minister um, uh, in terms of being able to speak into their lives or direct them or or even check them as, let's say, uh, you know, things are progressing. And I'm sure you've seen it, too, where you get, you know, when you first started out, this person was approachable and you could work with them. And even within the, you know, the church at, at large, you know, in terms of because you see things changing. What kind of influence have you all been able to contribute to those that have been actually on this stage? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think we're all in different areas. I mean, certainly when you're backstage, you have an opportunity to be with them and to pray with them and to yeah. speak into their lives. And, and that's the prayer. But also as stewards of what goes on the stage, we also have to be wise, too. Mm. You know, in Timothy, it talks about not raising a person up until they're ready. Because if they're not ready, they could get prideful and it could fall. So you may have a wonderful actor, but he may be too young in the Lord to start bringing him up because mm. it may you end up may hurting him more than bringing any good to him. Yeah. Because as soon as you're on the stage, all eyes are on you. And as we know what people do, oh, you were awesome. You were great. And it's a pride. You know what I mean? So I think as stewards, we need to be wise, too, in what we do yeah. and when we bring people to the stage. You know, we have some people we'd love to put them on the stage, but. You know, sometimes the Lord's like, not yet. They're not, you know, because you could hurt them in the long run. I get nervous with kids all the time. Yeah. I get very nervous with kids all the time because God knows we've seen what's happened in the world with kid actors. Um, I think the only one is Shirley Temple who didn't fall um, Mm. and didn't like Mm. really go crazy. You know what I mean? So I think. So in terms of what we can do and what I can do, I mean, we pray for the cast. Yeah, you can have a casting call, but I pray before the casting call that the Lord show us who's ready, who's not ready. Because again, we will, we are going to be the ones before the God and say, what did you do with my children? You know, we are the ones who are stewards over them. I think, and it's important. It's, and it's scary at times because, um, you know, you just, you want to do what's right for the people, you know? Yeah. And we've said it many times in this podcast, the importance of the heart being right, the heart behind it. Uh, Not only the heart behind why we do what we do, but the heart of those who are involved and why they're why they're involved, um, I often call it, um, and it's right out of Ezekiel twenty eight thirteen. It's that it's that very Lucifer mentality. You know, the look at me. You know, everything was fine. It was copacetic. You know, until iniquity was found in your heart. Until your heart was filled with iniquity. Until mm-hmm. all of the attention. Until you desired worship. Until you desired to raise your throne as as the uh, the prophet says above the throne of God mm-hmm. until uh you started to recognize your own beauty you start to recognize your own brilliance and your own skill and the moment that happens is the moment we push God aside and we <clears throat> do what we often say here you put the messenger in front of the message and that's got to be a very critical uh line for us in productions and in radio and in podcasting because even in a situation like this this can become a soapbox easily right. and you sit back and you think you are 
you know, who's the biggest radio personality now? <laughs> uh, what's this uh, guy's name? He's a kook. I hate to say it, but he's a kook. What's his name? Are you talking Rush about? Limbaugh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so even this can become the wrong platform uh, if the motivation, if the heart is not right. And so I think as believers and as those the, the, those of us who serve in ministry, at the end of the day, it's got to be about God. How many people? Well, not how many people, but God. How many uh, or who who's going to be reached by this and how are they going to be in, impacted mm-hmm. for the kingdom of God? It's got to be about that. If it becomes about uh, filling ch- church altar calls, we've totally missed it. Right. Yeah. If it becomes about yeah. how many people are in our new believers class, we've totally missed it. If right. it becomes about how many people comes to our next music program or our next concert or our next youth event, we've totally missed it because people come to theaters all the time. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the church, in a lot of cases, it has become a theater for a lot of people. Yeah. It's their social network. It's their social club. Mm. It's their country club. You know, it's where they get fellowship because, you know, a lot of, you know, there are a lot of people in broken homes and broken situations where this is all they have. And so the opportunity to use that gift on the platform when they can no longer use it in the industry is an awesome opportunity but why do we do what we do and so i I think it's crucial to have these kinds of discussions yeah loretta there's some people listening who um who have thought you know i'd love to put my hand to helping on the stage uh i can act or i can sing or i can tap dance i heard you tap dance um, uh, <laughs> you know, I, play, I play a mean kazoo, whatever it is. I'd love to be able to, to be a part of the crossing the switchblade or sent by God or the next production on at the gate. How do they go about getting involved other than just filling out the application and, you know, going through that old little screening thing? What is it that they need to have intact before they even Go online and fill out that application. Well, I think for any ministry, again, it's the heart motive. If they're yeah. going to serve, if you come into any ministry and anything and your hands are open and you're willing to serve, then you're going to be used. If you mm-hmm. go in with your motive thinking this is a way to get me to Broadway, you know what I mean, then mm-hmm. your motives. Then, you know, so I say to anybody, just look at your motive and just if you're willing to serve, then it will be seen. You know, I mean, so even with, you know, you'll hear like we're doing an open casting call right now for um, the Cross and Switchblade for understudies for the remainder of the year because we are doing it once a month through the remainder of the year and for other um, uh, uh, gate productions. So, you know, people can go to that casting call. They can find out online. But I think it's all about the heart. You know, if your heart is willing to serve, if your heart is a lot of times it takes dying to something before God raises it back up. I think Mm -hmm. we've all been there um, and you first die. And then God can raise up that new sprout, you know what I mean? That would totally be willing to be used for him. And some are there and some aren't. Maybe some are in it and they haven't died yet. You know, well, praise God, but hold on because mm-hmm. <laughs> death process <laughs> could be around the corner and down the hill. You know, as they say, it's, you know, when when you when you when you blossom and when you flourish, it's not on the mountaintops. The mountaintops are barren and mm-hmm. icy. It's down in the valleys, and that's where God can produce that. And then you're ready to be used by Him. That you're just an empty vessel that says, "God, use me." Mm-hmm. Um, Before we go, we didn't talk about the radio broadcast, which is something else you two are involved in. Tell us or tell our listeners what the radio broadcast is, what the purpose of that is. And if anybody else can get involved in that. Um, well, it's been going on. It's we're in our ninth year, 10th year. Yeah, 10th year. Um, 
It's a Sunday night broadcast. Pastor Carter did it to really bring the gospel out, to have a word, a good, strong word. It's on AM 570. Um, Sunday nights, it runs from 6 to 724. And um, Pastor Carter, we usually air the previous Sunday morning message for people to hear, but we also do interviews. We do um, call-ins. Um, there's different, you know, there are different things that happen on it, as well as we tap in to our live worship that's going on stage on Sunday night. So we usually open with whatever ha- is happening on stage for the worship we bring it in. And the purpose really is to bring a word out there on mm-hmm. the AM stations. And um, so, you know, and we, like I said, we've been bringing in actually a lot of the youth that's in the Cross and Switchblade sharing their testimonies, which has been absolutely powerful yeah. for the past few weeks. Um, just hearing some of these guys who are playing gang members, we had on uh, Harold, who is, um, and his cousins next week, and just hearing how you know they're a part of the gangs, and now they're playing a gang member. But as Harold says, he's very happy because in the end he gets saved, and it's like <laughs> feels like he gets saved all over again, and you know, which is great. But um, but it's been a great format. It's you know, again, just from Pastor Carter's heart, it's just getting that word out, getting a strong word on AM radio. I know for young people all of us we don't necessarily listen to am radio but there's still that population out there that does and we know there's a lot of shut-ins that listen to the broadcast um and people who use it for their sunday you know their sunday service i know before we started even streaming um we streamed the radio broadcast and there were people who would move like out to the west coast congregants and they were using it for their sunday their service because they would get to hear the live worship they would get to hear the word and this was before we started streaming our sunday morning service so people were using mm-hmm. it for that for that purpose awesome. as well and nancy your and nancy your role in the radio broadcast is jack of all trades jack yes. of all <laughs> trades See, you, you gotta, have, to you gotta have one of those you have to in production it's like you wear many hats amen and yeah. you have to just flow with it um, and you're fine with it well, I have no choice. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, you know, God uses it. You know, one of my weaknesses is the fact that, you know, I kind of want to know what's happening. Uh-huh. And um, when you're in production, sometimes you're not privy to all that information. So you have to flow with it. So that's where the dying to self uh-huh. happens. And so God uses it to, um, when you know, when you have a prayer of God, I want to have more of your character. He says, okay, I'm going to answer that right away, <laughs> you know, and he uses it. So right now I um, stand in as a, as a co-host, um, but then I've been, I've jumped on the board as engineer or I've stepped in for Loretta, you know, to act as producer when she's, you know, when she hasn't been available, you know. Um, so it's just one of those things that you just kind of have to move around and awesome. and go with it. Those are the things of getting production. Well, mm-hmm. but it's also part of part of the uh, shaping and the molding yes. that the Lord does yes. in us. And I think that really shows whether or not we're ready for what I like to call full stream, you know, or full fledged ministry. Is that that is if we can just walk into whatever area that needs to be done and just put our hands to it and not be a, a complainer. Jack of all mm-hmm. trades, you know. Hey, Amen. But master at something. Uh, thank no, God. Master you know? He's not master of Any final thoughts before we go? I've got a verse of scripture I want to read before we go, just to wrap this up. And I think it sums up exactly what we discussed today. Anything else? Oh no, this, this has been really good. Loretta, thank you, Nancy, Dave. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Always a pleasure. Uh, you got to come back and do something. <laughs> Tap dance. We're going to get some plywood and, and yeah, really get this, this happening. <laughs> Ezekiel twenty eight thirteen. This is the NLT version, uh, which I don't use a lot, but I like the way this one is, is read. It says, you were in Eden, the garden of God. Your clothing was adorned with every precious stone. 
the red carnel, the pale and green, white moonstone, blue green beryl, onyx, green jasper, turquoise, and emerald. All beautiful crafted for you and set in the finest gold. They were given to you on the day that you were created. I ordained and anointed you as the mighty angelic guardian. You had access to the holy mountain of God and walked among the stones of fire. You were blameless in all you did from the day you were created until the day evil was found in you. Your rich commerce led you to violence and you sinned. So I banished you in disgrace from the mountain of God. I expelled you, almighty guardian, from your place among the stones of fire. Your heart was filled with pride because of your beauty. Your wisdom was corrupted by your love of splendor. So I threw you to the ground and exposed you to the curious gaze of kings. You defiled your sanctuaries with your many sins and your dishonest trade. So I brought from you fire out of the midst of you, and it consumed you. I reduced you to ashes to the ground in the sight of all who were watching, and all who knew you were appalled at your fate. You have come to a terrible end, and you will exist no more. I do encourage you to read that same passage in the King James Version. Um, this king is likened unto Lucifer, um, and it's an amazing study. Uh, but I think it speaks to that heart, heart issue uh, that we talked about that I think is so prevalent in the artist community and, unfortunately, in the church community if we don't tackle it head on. So with that in mind, let us go. Thank you guys again for being with us. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a Mission. Take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online, because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet, and don't forget to use the hashtag MWMPodcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, Greg Thomas discusses the role that different types of songs play in service, giving insight into how to thoughtfully prepare for worship. <laughs>